just going to get a disclaimer. Let's accept this book may contain conspiracy theories about disease, so spoiler alert could be mature. Please do not listen if you do not want to have any spoiler alerts. I am reviewing different shows, movies, TV shows, so if you do not want to hear any spoiler alerts, please exit now. And I hope you all enjoy this podcast. I'm ready and excited to get going. Okay, today, the content could be a little more chore for audiences. So please, as someone before listening to this video, it's mature and may be uncomfortable for some viewers. Viewer discretion is advised. Be cautious. This is more for adults. Or for those who get permission. So today, I am using my new microphone. I have no idea if this is actually going to work or not. We will see. If this isn't good, it's not good. If it's good, then hooray! We got a better microphone. We got a better microphone. I know, I'm weird. But today, for Does This Thing Still Hold Up? I am going to give you my truthful answer. Mm, okay, the show. Not really. The job in the show would not even hold up. Okay, we're talking about Ghost Whisper. First of all, Melinda Gordon... When she was about six, she realized she could see ghosts, and her grandmother could see ghosts. And the thing is, her job is an antique dealer or an antique store. And I don't know the percentage in 2022 how well antiques hold up. Unless you have another job or another income, or this is something you do in retirement, but she's trying to make a living at it. And I'm like, okay, yeah, I don't think this would hold up very well. Like, I love the show. It's creepy. It's cool. It's kind of like, chill until we get towards, like, the middle. Like, the beginning is so good. And this is what bothers me about some shows. The first season is the best, and then the rest are just bad. And then you're like, why? Like, you could have kept that up. You could have kept it good. Like, the first, the second season of American Horror Story was great. Then there's some seasons that are better than others. Because, you know, they changed the stories. But here, like, her husband ends up dying. And this is spoiler. And ends up in another dude's body. And she can see her husband, like, the his, like, soul in this other dude. But no one else but her and her, like, child can see it. And it's like, so she has to get remarried to the guy she's already married to because technically he's someone else. But really, he's not that person because he's not in his body. And then her house might be a beacon for ghosts. And then there was like another story. Like it got very confusing very quickly. I watched the show years ago. I'm rewatching with my dog. Because the first season is just kind of chill. And then it gets weirder. 
But anyway, let's get to the actual, like, forte or whatever. Ghost Whisper is an American supernatural television series which ran on CBS from September 23rd, 20, 23rd to 2000 and, okay, September 23rd, 2005 to May 21st, 2010. Okay, that show ran from when I was basically a kid to teenager. Wow, that's weird and kind of creepy. Also, I have found the show on Roku. R-O-B-U-K, I think. So, I don't know if it's going to be on Paramount Plus or not, but I found it on Roku, which came on my TV in my bedroom already programmed into it. The series follows the life of Melinda Gordon, who has the ability to see a communicate with ghosts. While trying to live a normal life as possible, she is married and owns an antique store. Okay, here's the thing. My other thing. I can't get my stand. Oh, okay. I should just put it there. My thing is... She wants a normal life. I can see ghosts, but she wants an antique store. Do you see how that doesn't work? Like, antiques typically are antiques of dead people. Or people from, like, years ago. And a lot of the times, they're from ghosts. So every antique she buys, half of them have ghost stories with it. Like, she bought a whole thing from an estate sale, and it belonged to a teenage ghost. And let me tell you. Teenage boy ghosts had some serious teenage emotions that made things flying in the air and with telekinesis. Melinda helps earthbound spirits resolve their problems and cross over into the light or the spirit world. Her tasks are difficult and at times she struggles with people who push her away and do not believe in her gift. In addition, the ghosts are mysterious and sometimes Menacing at first, and Melinda must use the clues available to her to understand the spirits' needs and helps them. The show is created by Jean, so she does try to help the spirits move on, go to wherever they need to go. Melinda Gordon is a young woman from a town of Grandview, New York, who has the ability to see and communicate with the dead. Melinda lives with her husband, and later her son, Adam. She owns a shop. Okay, finally, I couldn't find the name. Like, every time they showed it, it would not, like, focus. I tried pausing it. Same as it never was. Same as it never was. That seemed like a weird name. But okay, I don't know what that means. Each ghost seeks Melinda's help in relaying a message or completing a test that will put their spirit to rest and allow them to cross over into the light. Those who died with unfinished business becomes earthbound and cannot cross over. And Melinda, as the early frustration helps them to find peace. The show does not present the ghost as having sin. Rather, it is the spirit's own guilt that commands them and their own fear of judgment that keeps them from crossing over into an afterlife. And sometimes they're kids, which is even worse because they don't know they died. Like, there was a little kid who unfortunately died on a train track, and she saw this ghost, and had no clue he was dead. So sometimes the ghosts don't know they're dead. 
The series also stars Ashley Taylor as Andy, Andrea, Andrea, Marana, Melinda's best friend who runs the antique shop with her. Andrea is killed in the first season finale. That's when she died. I'm gonna hate that. I loved her character, but at least you didn't, like, start to... I liked her, and then it gets worse because, like, if it was later on, I feel like you feel even worse about it, but at the same time, it's, like, still gut-wrenching. During the second season, Melinda meets Delia Banks, a struggling real estate agent who forms a friendship with Melinda and who eventually agrees to run the antique shop with her. Dale is shocked to find out about Melinda's ability. In fact, at first she claims Melinda needs psychological help. Dale eventually accepts Melinda's gift, though she remains spectacle at times. Dale has a son named Ned, who finds out about Melinda's gift along before his mother does. Melinda also forms a friendship with Rick, a professor at Rockland University helps Melinda solve the conflict of ghosts throughout the second and third season. He departs in the fourth season premiere for an extension in the Harmonies. The same episode includes Elia James, Elia, Eli, Eli James, another professor at the university who goes through a near-death experience which unlocks her ability to hear ghosts. Unlike Melinda, he cannot see them. He becomes a close friend to Melinda and helps her in investigating the hunting. Okay. So let's see what we can find. Some fun facts. Ten fun facts about Ghost Whisper. Jennifer Love Houston wasn't just the star. The Waco, Texas native was just 26 when Ghost Whisper debuted on CBS. But she was already a 19-year-old industry veteran. As a top 40 recording artist, TV actress, party of five, a movie star, I know what you did last summer, Hewitt brought substantial show business clocks to the series. She was pronounced, was a producer for the first four seasons and executive producer for season five. Hewitt was also direct three shows, including the exclusive 100th episode. Okay, I actually don't know what she's doing in her career right now. I'll have to find that out. Series creator John Gary based Melinda on Anne, Mary Ann Wickeson, a paranormal investigator who communicates with spirits who have not yet crossed over. Mary Ann discovered her ability at age seven and was encouraged by her grandmother, Gray and... Mary Ann first met at a Starbucks a year before the series premiered. A meeting, Mary Ann said, was also attended by ghosts. Abigail Abigail Blorson was Melinda's first ghost. Oh yeah, I remember her. She was in a lot of shows. She was in um. Little Miss Sunshine, Scream Queens, I remember her. She's a very, very interesting actress. She played many roles and still does. And I like her work. It's very interesting. 
And you could tell her progression over the years. Nine-year-old Abigail plays Sarah Applewhite. <laughs> the first ghost Mullen is saw as a kid. Sarah appears in her fourth grade classroom just as her teacher is announcing her death. In the present day, Melinda returns to school to investigate why her childhood friend has not crossed over yet, just a few months after the episode aired in January of 2006. Um, she starred in Little Miss Sunshine. I think we're, I might be a little bit older than her, but not by much. Which is interesting because I got to kind of grow up along with her and that's always interesting. Melinda's mother and grandmother are played by Oscar nominees. In the first season of the pilot, we meet Melinda's grandmother, her mentor in Ghost Whispering. Squibba would later be nominated of Academy Award for her screen-stealing performance in Nebraska. And Archer played Melinda's mother, Beth, who was su suppressed her own second sight since childhood and discouraged Melinda from embracing hers. Archer. I'm back for part two. Because I want to make my podcast about 45 minutes long, maybe. But, okay. I'm going to be spoiled and stuff. I'm so sorry. Uh, yeah, the fact that it went to, like, supernatural, that was a weird turn. Because, like, yeah, ghosts are supernatural, but it really switched gears. The hilarious Jay is also added to the cast as. University professor and then paranormal expert Rich, creating a sort of galleys and Buffy dramatic, 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 whatever. If you like your supernatural stories dark and serialized, you'll find the show really kicks into gear at the end of season one. Okay, so I will try. I don't know where to put Buffy. I've actually only seen clips and the pilot, and the movie. That's literally all I've seen. I've never really watched a full episode that I remember, other than, like, the first episode. There's a Party of Five reunion on Ghost Whisper. Human Party of Five co-star Lacey guest starred in the second episode of season two at Donna Elis, the wife of Melinda's now dead college boyfriend. There's a fun inside joke when Hewitt first encounters characters and looks at her like they know each other. Think McFly. Think about the Back to the Future. Oh boy. Ghost was for LARP film, primarily on the Universal Studio lot in Los Angeles, the show's main location. The Grandview, New York neighborhood where Melinda's antique store is located is universally courthouse square backlot, best known as the Hill Valley Town Square in Back to the Future. As an added bonus, Thomas F. Wilson appeared in six episodes as Jim Wren. He also dates Delia, and speaking of dating... Jennifer Love Hewitt dated a cast member. In the first episode of season four, Melinda meets Professor Eli James, another medium. Eli was played by Jimmy, who confirmed the March 2009 radio interview 
with Ryan Seacrest that he was dating Hewitt. The relationship ended a year later, around the time that producers on the series concluded. Despite the split, Hewitt dedicated her 2010 relationship advice book, The Day I Shot Cupid to Kinney. He really taught me how to look at the reality of love, she wrote. Hewitt later married actor Brian Heelside. Heelside, a couple who has two children. There was a spin-off, sort of. Oh, yeah, the spin-offs back then were weird. And that is coming from a person who's seen spin-offs, also spin-offs, also reboots, and, and it gets weird. The 2000s are a weird time for spin-offs. Because they tried to do a spin-off or a reboot and it just didn't work, or it wasn't really, like, it was a character that they took from the show, but it wasn't the main character. It was just, it was weird. Between 2007... Okay, how old was I? In 2002, I was 8. 2003, I was 9. 2004, I was 10. 2005, I was 6. 2007, I was 8. And 2010, 36 shot web episodes of the spin-off series Ghost Whisper, The Other Side, where producers of the internet, the web series, was set in the same narrative universe, but told stories from the perspective of the earthbound spirits. None of the TV actors appeared, but Zach from the other side reprised his TV character. The last season takes place in the future. It is so weird. Like, the, the series gets weird. I like Jennifer Love Hughes. I like Ghost Whisperer. But the show just gets weirder and weirder. A number of changes happened toward the end of the series, including the death of a major character, a wedding, and the birthday of a baby. In the first episode of season 5, the timeline jumps ahead to 2014, five years in the future. Melinda's son, Adam, is now school age and already demonstrating that he, too, is a ghost whisperer, laying the groundwork for and into virtual sequel series in about 20 years. Wait, has it been 20 years? Okay, 2014, 2015, 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019, 2020, 2022. It's been about seven years? Maybe? I could be wrong. My math is terrible. Don't quote me on that. I am terrible at math. So Ghost Whisper is interesting. The first season, it depends if you like scary. The first season isn't as scary. It's very tame. And very like, she helps ghosts that she can see cross over. And some of their stories are weird and, you know, sad. But the later seasons get a little more sci-fi weird. And I don't dislike it. It's just... You have to change gears. Like, a lot of gears. Okay, so let's see. There's other things. Oh, hiding stories on set. Even though the show was has ghosts on it all the time, they are real. However, while filming Ghost Whisper, many of the actors and actresses and producers crew had weird experience of real hauntings on set and ghosts appearing who aren't 
supposed to be there, which is really spooky. In an interview with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. I want to ask her if that is her stage name or her real name, because that is a very cool real name. Jennifer Love Hewitt, that is just so cool. She gave some examples of what happens on set. I think it's really cool and exciting, and we've all had it kind of things happen. My makeup artist, we took a picture of her, and she had sort of this white flame over her face, and then we took a picture of her ten minutes later in another part of the thing, and there was nothing. And we had James look at it, and he, and he said, absolutely, there's a ghost attached to her. We had Light Explorer. That's Jay's favorite story. Fire on set. In June 2000, a massive fire broke out on the Universal Studio backlot, destroying the New York street that Ghost was her premiere to film on. Oh, that could be another reason why they changed gears. That's weird is that considerably the following season premiere episode of Ghost Whisperer Volume Fire was all about arson. Well, that's even creepier. Thank you for that. That's not something I needed to hear. Oh, by the way, the ghost story that we're telling is about arson and now the flood's on fire. Yeah. That'll make some people really confused. Budget cut. As we know, the seemingly successful series was cancelled unexpectedly. And that was mainly due to the cast and dropping viewership. In 2009, a year before the series was cancelled, Hewitt talked to E! News about some of the big budget cuts and the show was experiencing. We are a special effects show, so some of our special effects stuff has had to be cut in half. We haven't been able to do any actor races for seven for season five. We've had to cut budgets here and there. They have also been talking about actually shooting our show in HD to save money. Show based on Mary Ann Wiskin, we talked about that. The show was somewhat based on a real life paranormal experience of spirit communicator Mary Ann. She worked on Ghost Whisper as a paid in, in consultant for several months. While making the show, she flew to LA to demonstrate her craft to the writers and lead actress, Jennifer Love Hewitt. She was discovered through bestseller medium James Van Pagagai, I don't know, P-R-A-A-G-E-H, who also worked on the show as a co-executive producer. Jennifer Love Hewitt didn't like the ending. When Ghost Whisper came to an end, Jennifer Love Hewitt was left with an uneasy feeling because she didn't like the writers did a didn't okay didn't feel like the writers did a proper job of wrapping up the show. There was too many loose ends in the series finale, and it didn't do the show justice. I don't feel like the series ended the way that deserved for it. We left the audience of sort of hanging, and I hate that. When you've taken people on a journey for so long, the least you can do is give them a goodbye. Who would like to see Ghost Whisper rebooted or just a movie where they finish up the ending? Like, they do the ending the way that she wanted. 
worked with real psychics. The town of Grenville, aside from the pile episode which was filmed in Old Town, Oregon and Oregon County Ghost Whispers filmed on the Universal Studio Black Lot in Hollywood. The town of Grenville is the same set used for the back to the future trilogy, the town shots in Gummo Girls, Pretty Little Liars, and the Dukes of Hazard. Wow, that lot has been used for everything, I feel like. Dan, well, I hope you all enjoy. Have a great day. I hope you all like. You can check me out on Facebook, YouTube, TikTok. I also have another podcast. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Bye for now. Over and out.